Hello and welcome to episode 7 of It's In Her Planner, the podcast. I'm Emma Lewis and I am a self-confessed planner addict obsessed with becoming the best version of myself, the best way I know how, through planning. This is the second time I have recorded this episode because I did it last week and um, unfortunately it didn't save and I'm only just getting over the PTSD of it now. So... Giving it a second whirl, it's such a good episode. Um, It is a goal-setting episode. Essentially, it's just going to be a big how to set goals today. So I think it's going to be one of my more popular episodes because I do get asked this all the time. And in exciting news, today's episode is actually sponsored. Um, It's the first sponsored episode. My beautiful friend Sarah from K-Life is today's sponsor. So K-Life is a brand that creates insulated, reusable coffee cups and bottles. And I've actually been using them for like the last five years, I think it is. Um, I was trying to remember if I met Sarah at my first or second trade show back when I owned Canvas. Um, And when you're at trade shows, you get to look around and um, see what else is out there, what other brands are creating what and... I fell in love with the K-Life products. Their shape is so unique to K-Life and they've just been the most effective keep cup and water bottles that I've tried that actually does keep your your coffee super hot and your water um, really cold. As someone like, you know, my work, I definitely have to, I'm in and out of the car all day and I have this weird thing, I hate drinking (laughs) room temperature water, so... Um, one of my intentions is always also to drink more water. So I think having a beautiful bottle close to me that actually really works at keeping it cold and it also encourages me to drink more. Um, I don't know if that makes sense to anyone or not. Um, but if it's in a nice bottle, I always do end up drinking more. Um, I do actually still have the very first bottle I ever got from K-Life. Um, it has 100% been beaten down. Um, it's been in my work bag, taken down to footy trainings. Um, it's rolled around in the backseat of my car. Honestly, I I love them. I love all of the K-Life products. Um, and they've just bought out a new range, um, which conveniently is in the canvas branding colors. Um, but they're all new shapes as well. And I love, love the shapes. Um, Sarah has gracefully given a 20% discount to It's In Her Planner listeners if you use the code it's in her planner, all one word, no apostrophe in the it's. Otherwise, you can go straight to the link via my Instagram bio and that will automatically apply the discount for you in the checkout. So it's super handy. So as I said, today's episode is one big breakdown of goal setting. Um, yeah, and as I said, people are always asking me how to set goals, how to stick to them, how to break them down how to make sure you achieve them. So um, my last episode was released on the 7th of February. So it's been a while um, since you've last had me in your ear holes. So I thought I'd give you a quick update on what I've been up to first. First of all, I don't know if you can tell by my voice, but I currently have COVID. Um, (laughs) I've been isolating for the last week because I was a close contact. Nanda had it. Um, And then, yeah, did my day six test yesterday and to no one's surprise, I am positive. So I will be in isolation for another week. Um, For me, my symptoms haven't been, it's kind of been just like a, a, you know, your standard flu really. I've been getting the night sweats, you know, the hot 
or shivering or um, what else has there been? Like blocked nose, cough, really chesty cough, but you know, it hasn't completely floored me. I'll tell you what has though. Um, and I don't know if the two are sort of correlated, but I got my period, um, what day was it? I don't know, a couple of days ago. And day one and two, let's be honest, fucking all, all of them are pretty rough usually for me when it comes to period pain, but it was next level pain for me. And I don't know if it's because I had COVID, which made it worse, but honestly, I cannot explain how much pain I was in um, a couple of days ago. I was having to take so many painkillers and it just didn't feel like they were doing anything. So there was 24 hours there where it was fucking rough. Um, but other than that, yeah, just, just ready to be released back into the wild. Um, but I still have another week. So going to honestly be trying to make the most of the time that I do have, um, to my advantage. Um, another exciting, well, I wouldn't say another exciting, an exciting piece of news is my long service leave has been approved. So, um, that actually starts on the 1st of August for me, which I'm really excited about. Um, that will take me, I think I end up getting five and a half months off in total. So, um, I'm really looking forward to having a break. Um, it's definitely needed for me at the moment. I I think work-wise is really the only part of my life that I'm really... Um, what's the word? Dissatisfied with um, as much as I do try to sort of see the silver lining in everything and make the most of it. Um, so I just think, yeah, having a break away will be incredible for me. Um, had a consult last week to have my breast implants removed. Um, and it's very likely I'm going forward with that. Um, I think there's going to be a whole other podcast, which is totally unrelated where I will talk about, um, all of that and the why and everything, but that's also something that I've been up to. So looking forward to getting that booked in. Um, ASAP as well. I know there's a long waiting list. Um, so yeah, the consult was really good and it's kind of just cemented my decision to, to have that done. Um, I also competed in the CrossFit Open, which is my the first time. Uh, for those of you who don't know, I started doing CrossFit um, like halfway through last year or towards the end of last year and have absolutely fallen in love with it. Um, I have played team sports my whole life and after injuring myself at footy, um, just haven't really been able to make the commitment to get back into it. Just, I'm just really fearful that I'll injure myself again. And I would say the CrossFit is the closest um, thing that I have found that resembles like that team sport, that community, um, that real feeling of belonging. Um, And I would say I still have such a long way to go when it comes to obviously being as fit and strong as um, some of the other people. But it's also just a really good reminder that there's absolutely no judgment in the gym and you really are your own competition and you set the benchmark, which is something that I like as well. I have seen myself improve and myself get stronger and that's something that I get kicks out of. I get kicks out of, you know, seeing my own growth and my own development. Um, so yeah, I would highly recommend, um, 
personally, I was always scared to rock up to a CrossFit gym because I'm like, fuck, all these people look like beasts and I just couldn't compete or keep up. But from my experience, I've been to two CrossFit gyms now and they have both just been so open and welcoming and supportive. And yeah, I just couldn't talk about it highly enough. Um, I, what else? It's been so long. Um, I took all of January off drinking. Um, and then I popped my cherry at my friend's engagement party, which was so, so nice. It was down at Rickshaws, right on the water. That weekend also coincided with Valentine's Day. And I feel like it was probably my last bit of, I didn't realize it was my last bit of social freedom before being locked up for a couple of weeks. Um, as I said, I've, work has been a real point of anxiety for me at the moment. So I will admit um, I'm struggling with that. But what has also happened is I found a really good therapist. So I'm excited to keep working with her. Um, for anyone who's been through therapists and psychologists, it's really fucking hard to find a good one. And it almost feels like you're just repeating yourself like when you're going through the process and it takes like, you know, three or four sessions to get through the fucking backstory of everything of your life and why you're here and why you need to see a therapist before you actually get down into the real work. So, um, not only is it annoying, it's also fucking expensive. Um, so I'm just stoked that my first session with her was awesome and really good. Um, and the reason that I swapped is just purely because my, um, other psychologist moved to the Northern Territory and I'm a real, um, in-person vibes so I wanted one that I could see face to face essentially um I've really been working on finding balance outside of work um and just quietly pre this COVID nonsense I was nailing it um with my movement my days off you know fitting in those slow mornings with my coffee and just finding time outside it was um yeah I just feel like I was really the start of the year um within the membership and everything we were really focusing on maximizing our time and um implementing all of these really great habits and yeah I'm just so happy with the progress and you know the flow I guess of my life at the morning at the moment sorry um I've had a weekend away in Noosa which was really good um Nanda did an open ocean swim um and to be honest I wasn't going to go away for that weekend but um we'd just come back from our weekend in the Gold Coast and I just felt like I had all this life admin that I wanted to catch up on and I, you know, I talked myself out of it, but honestly, I'm so glad I did, um, because it was such a beautiful weekend away. The weather was perfect. Um, I took my laptop and I did a little bit of work, but honestly, I read my book. I just, you know, I was by myself for a few hours and it was just nice to just switch off. Um, and it turned out to be a really great <laughs> decision because it was like the following few days that came after that, that Brisbane flooded, um, which for those of you who live local or, you know, live in northern New South Wales would understand how hectic that got. Um, and I actually just thought whilst I'm here, um, it's a good opportunity for me to mention um, some of my business friends who were um, significantly impacted by the Brisbane floods and if given a chance would love your support um, so Sarah and Emily at Vivra um, who do the magnetic pouches um, I swear by these 
I've also loved them since I found them. Um, their their warehouse, the bottom floor, was flooded and a lot of their stock was affected. Um, but they spent hours and hours and days and days um, essentially <coughs> making sure that that stock wasn't completely lost or they saved as much as possible. And they are having a flood sale this Tuesday, actually. I think it goes live um, where you'll be getting discounts on um, flood-affected Vivras, but I know that the girls have gone above and beyond to essentially, you know, refurbish them to make them just as good as new, but they are selling them at heavily discounted prices. So if you want an absolute bargain and you want to support the girls at Vivra, check them out. And as I said, the sale is coming on Tuesday, which I think if I release this podcast either today or tomorrow, it'll be in like one or two days. Um, my friend Ash at the Picnic Co, her warehouse, some of the footage was actually insane watching her, you know, the chairs and the tables floating in the water. She lost her car, um, you know, just absolutely devastating. She had to canoe in to be able to um, assess the damage and um, she does the most incredible picnics, whether, um, you know, you want really intimate with proposals. She does beautiful wedding proposals. Um but she also does small groups. Um, she did a b- breakfast for me one morning for me and a bunch of business friends, which was um, the best way to start the day. Um, anything, birthdays, hens, you name it. Um, she goes above and beyond. So go and see Picnic Co. as well. Um, and lastly, um, my friends Carly and Michael at the Barracks Gym over in Albion. These guys have had the roughest trot. <laughs> They've had fire, now flooding. They've just had it so rough over at the Barracks Gym. So if you don't know who the Barracks Gym are, they train essentially anyone who wants to join the Army, the Navy, Fireys, QPS. They do um, specific training to help you pass the fitness tests that are associated with that. They also prepare you for what is to come, obviously. Um, jobs and roles that are within the army require you to be fit and strong on, go- on an ongoing basis. And they're also just fucking legends, to be honest. So um, if that fits in with you or you just want to be challenged, I guess, go and have a look at the Barracks Gym. Carly is an absolute legend. She gets on their socials quite regularly and, yeah, love them all. So as a recap, Vivra, Picnic Co and the Barracks Gym. But as I said, I know it's been really overwhelming with the advice and the places that you can support and people, you know, there's a lot of information out there. So please don't feel any pressure to do so. This is only if you're in the position to and you feel like contributing and supporting. Otherwise, Honestly, just a follow, a like, or a share goes a really long way for businesses like that as well. Um, And finally, the last thing I've been up to is we launched quarter two. Um, So the doors are open. They will be closing on the 31st, so the doors aren't open for too much longer. But I feel like (laughs) I went from doing it very, very basic to kind of basic. So... Um, I've got a really beautiful landing page set up where you can basically see all of the details, everything that's included um, and and join essentially. So there's like a whole checkout system, which is great because last time I was doing it all individually um, and it was a bit of a pain in the ass. But 
totally worth it. But this time I've um, stuck to my guns and there is like a cutoff point and I'm not going to be going outside of that. But honestly, from everything that we've done and implemented into quarter one, I'm so excited to get stuck into quarter two. I spent yesterday, um, we've added in not just the run club, but we've added in VIP movements as well, movement sessions, I should say. Um, And I spent yesterday planning all that out for the quarter and I'm just, yeah, there's so much stuff in this membership that I am actually just like, it's a, yeah, it's incredible value, I think, for everything that you get. And I'm just excited to get stuck in with a bunch of women, again, who are so ready to start seeing change in their life. Because, um, yeah, for me, myself, even in the last quarter, but looking back further than that, you know, I've been focusing on all of these things, my money, my movement, my mindset, my spaces. I've been focusing on all of that for a really long time now. And... Um, just the results and how I feel now compared to how I felt when I wasn't doing those things is, um, kind of mind blowing. So, um, yeah, quarter two is launching. Oh, and one last thing, I am actually in the process of working with someone to build a website that is finally all encompassing and does it all. And I don't have to fiddle and twiddle around like I have, um, with the last two quarters, but you know, it's been a great lesson in just like, if you can work with what's, what you've got in front of you, then you should fucking do it. Because if I didn't, I honestly would have never even launched quarter one. I'd still be, you know, twiddling around and umming and ahhing and waiting for things to be perfect. And it's just been a perfectly good lesson in realizing that if you can make it work with what you have in front of you, then you absolutely should stop waiting for things to be perfect. So, um, if that strikes a nerve with anyone, this is me telling you to just fucking do it. Um, anyway, let's get stuck in because that kind of rolls into what I'm here to talk about today. And that is goal setting and how to set goals. So in my opinion, there's two parts to goal setting. So I would say the first is the most important and that's your mindset. Because honestly, the second part is just making sense of your goal and then creating a plan. Um, And the reason why I want to talk about mindset so much is because that, I think, is the thing that will hold you back the most when setting your goals. And when you're looking at your mindset and your goal, you have to look at what you want and why you want it. Um, the what and the why is where so many people get caught up and they're setting goals because they think they should or because they're expected to or someone else told them or someone else did, is doing doing that thing. So they're like, well, I, I guess I better as well. Um, if you want to make this podcast, um, I mean, I would encourage you to press pause and, you know, be journaling or be writing or be brainstorming while you listen to this. Um, it can be a really functional way and also I guess encourage you to just be putting pen to paper and getting started while we're going through it Um, but I guess in order for you to figure out what goal you want because something that came up with the membership um, a lot of people were sort of thinking to themselves like I you know I I feel like I want to do more but I'm not actually sure what goal I want to set so really there's I think there's a few questions that you should Um, be asking yourself um, instead of pushing it 
I think you should be asking yourself um, questions like, you know, what, what actually brings you joy? What do you love? What are you passionate about? Um, what's, what's important to you? Like if you had nothing to prove or nothing to justify, what would you do with your life? Like what, what would you want your life to look like and what would you be doing? There's no need to overthink it. Um, you know, if you had all the time, the money and the energy in the world, what would you do? Because at the end of the day, only you have the ability to change your own life and you have to decide what you want. Um, I, when, when we spoke about it in the membership, I think not only were people confused about what goals to set for themselves, but it also, after asking themselves that question, it forced them to go, yeah, well, I had, I thought I had this goal that I wanted to achieve. I had this goal set for myself, but it's actually not something that I want. Um, so three things that will stop you or can stop you from achieving your goals or even stop you from starting, I think, um, is being unclear on on what you want. If you're not clear, and this is the thing, and this comes back to the what you want and the why you want it. Because you might think that you want something. You might think, yeah, I know what I want. But then when you look at the why you want it, those two have to come together. Like, why do you want it? Oh, because my parents told me that I should do something along those lines. Or my friend's doing it and I'm, you know, I want to do the same thing as my friend. It should, the answer should be because I'm passionate about it. Because every time I start talking about that thing, my face lights up. Because that is something that I've always been passionate about. So getting clear and like really getting clear on what you want. For example... to just make it like as simple as a goal as possible. Um, I want to lose weight. That is not, that is not a goal. I hate those goals. It's so vague. And when you look at the reasons why you probably want to achieve that goal, I can guarantee you they're negative reasons. Um, So I would say, Firstly, you really need to get clear on what you want and why. Another thing that can stop you is taking on past experiences. So if you've previously tried to set goals and maybe failed or, you know, fell off the bandwagon, something went wrong, you didn't achieve it and you're, and you're taking that on into your future goal setting, it can be a really negative way to look at it because you're already thinking you're on the back foot. You're already thinking, well, I tried to set this goal previously and um, I never did it or I failed. So therefore, I'm, not, I'm just not good at setting goals, um, which as we know is bullshit. Um, there's been so many goals that I've set for myself or I've started and I've realized, well, I actually don't want this anymore. Or by going through the process and taking action and moving towards it, I'm like, ah, oh, actually that doesn't align with me anymore. That doesn't mean that I'm shit at goal setting or I'm shit at achieving goals and I can't do it. It just means that my priorities have changed or I no longer align with the goals that I've set for myself, which is totally fine. Um, the one last thing that I think can stop you is fear of the unknown. And this comes up all the time. Like we have this fear 
Like, what if I get, what if I get halfway through and I decide I don't like it? What if I waste my time? What if, um, what if I spend my money on this thing that I want and it turns out, you know, to be something that I don't want? Um, and essentially (laughs) nothing changes if you don't try it. And I guess you're, if you're not happy with where you are now, or this has been something that you've wanted to try for a really long time, then there is no negatives by just going and trying it. You're not losing anything. In fact, I would argue that you're gaining so much more by trying something because you gain experience, you gain knowledge, you gain, you know, all of these wonderful things that you just would not have figured out or gained if you just didn't give it a crack. So I think that is probably the biggest thing that um, stops a lot of people from actually taking action on their goals because they're worried about like what people will think or what they'll think of themselves which comes back to you know just cementing oh well I knew it I I knew I wouldn't be able to do it I knew I was shit at setting goals I should have known therefore I will never try goal setting ever again because this time I failed or this time I didn't do it or I got halfway through and I realized that I hated it who fucking cares who cares You've, you tried something and you realized you didn't like it. That's great. Let's move on to the next thing. There should never be any fear of the unknown. Like obviously no one's asking you to like put yourself into crippling debt, but I would say for a lot of people and a lot of goals, there is a way to start moving towards it, to gain traction, to gain that confirmation that, yep, I'm on the right track. I'll invest a little bit more money. You know, I dropped an entire fucking house deposit on building Canvas not knowing whether it would turn out or not. So, you know, sometimes things take a little bit of risk. They take just ignoring that fear that comes up. And I'm not saying that you completely just go, yep, I'm not fearful anymore, but it's about feeling the fear and doing it anyway. Um, so I guess I wanted to ask, do you think, and this is time for you to reflect as well, Do you think there's something stopping you from achieving your goals? And if you do, what is it? And I think it's important to try and identify that because once you know what it is that's holding you back, you can check yourself when you're doing it um, during the goal setting process. A few rules to remember when setting goals, I would say, is to take action. Even if it's messy even if it's not perfect, because you might surprise yourself with what's actually possible. And this is so true with every goal I've ever set for myself or everything I've ever, you know, set out to achieve by taking action. Even like, I mean, the membership is like the perfect example of it. When I launched quarter one, I had no website. I just had Instagram. I knew exactly what I wanted to achieve and what I wanted it to look like and how it would roll out. But I didn't have a place for people to check out. I was sending out invoices individually. I was saying, hey, if you're keen, send me your email and a DM and I'll send you um, the payment so you can join. And I'm literally doing it manually. But if (laughs) if I didn't do that, I wouldn't have started. And when I say you might surprise yourself with what's possible, I absolutely fucking did surprise myself. I had 112, 114 people, I think it was, join for quarter one, which absolutely blew my expectations out of the water. That would never have happened 
if I didn't just take action, take messy action, take imperfect action. So please, please remember that. It's also important to find certainty and evidence you do have. So that kind of goes par on par, I guess, or in line with what I was saying before when you're taking past experiences on. Don't do it when it comes to the negative things and completely ignore the things or the evidence that you have to show that you have done it before. You know, it's important to say, well, I set that goal for myself that one time and I actually did achieve that, remember? So that shows that I can set goals and I can achieve them. Use evidence from the past that you can do new things because what will happen is you'll gather confidence in every step you take and that'll just build up until you realize that you are actually capable of doing what you set out to do. You're just trying to trick yourself because there's that fear there of like, what if? Once you do that with one goal, you realize you can do it with any goal. So you need to stop telling yourself that you can't do something and, and ask yourself, is it fear? Because you've, <laughs> you're doing something essentially that you've probably never done before, depending on your goal, obviously. Um, it could be a fear of responsibility, um, a fear of not being able to handle the success or the failure of trying, um, the fear of not knowing what the outcome will be, the fear of judgment. Judgment is a huge one. Um, I mean, I stopped caring what anyone else thought a long time ago because I realized that each time, you know, there was so much fear, I guess, for me around like, you know, what my parents will think or what my family will think, what my friends will think. Um, But what I realized was when I did achieve my goals, I also wasn't getting the confirmation and the celebration from them that I expected when I achieved it either like at the end of the day you have to be your own cheerleader like don't expect anyone else to come be like fucking yes you achieved your goal you have to be able to do that for yourself which means you also have to be the person to say I'm not fearful of judgment I'm not fearful of failure because I know that no matter what happens I will land on my feet and I will figure things out Um, by understanding your fear, you can understand what's holding you back and what new mindsets to adopt. Um, the new mindsets is huge. That's not something I think that you can just train yourself overnight for. That honestly comes with doing. You will realize from doing your goals, from setting goals, from taking action, from either achieving them or failing, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. And I hate to use the word failure because you're not actually failing. You're still learning. So whether or not you tell yourself you're capable will mean the difference in whether you get up every day and are willing to take action towards your goal. The thing, the thing is, chances are you're not doing anything that hasn't been done before. So channel that experience either from others or from yourself and just start can you see why the mindset stuff I think is so important because I know that you're probably resonating with so much stuff that I'm saying um and what does avoiding what does avoiding taking action do like are you playing it safe by avoiding it it's this big thing in our brain but honestly what's the worst thing that could happen if we do it and it doesn't work out Because if you're here and you're setting goals, you've already started. So what if there was no wrong decision? If you know that staying where you are right now is exactly what you don't want, 
then start taking action. It's not final. Nothing is ever final. Another thing that came up when we were talking about this in the membership is the difference between goals versus intentions. <coughs> Puds on me. COVID cough, spicy. Um, there's a huge difference between goals and intentions and that's something that we really focus on in the membership. We have intentions that we set for ourselves every day and these are the intentions that um, I think once they're implemented into your week and they become ritual, they become habit for you, they actually just become who you are. So for example, some of my intentions that I set for myself every week is to drink two liters of water every day, read 10 pages of my book before bed, practice gratitude every night before I fall asleep and move my body four to five times a week. They're they're the intentions. Those are the things that have honestly just become part of who I am. Not a day goes by, well, I will admit, there are days that go by (laughs) that I don't do the fucking water thing. Man, why is drinking water so hard? I try. I try to drink two liters of water a day. Honestly, I'm lucky to get through one some days. I don't know why. I just fucking forget to drink water. Um, But, you know, those are the things that are just like without fail every day of every week. That's what my intentions are. Goals are, are different. A goal would be to create an online course, save $10,000, build a business website. Goals are something that require action and they have an, an outcome, like there is a tangible outcome at the end. Um, so can you see the difference between build a business website and drink two liters of water a day being an intention? So I want you to have a look at the things that you are trying to implement into your life or the goals that you're setting for yourself and really narrow down, like, is this an intention that I'm setting for myself as like, you know, the kind of person that I want to be and the kind of person that I want to become, you know, that's just an accepted, oh, that's Emma. Yeah. She goes to the gym four or five times a week. Um, she practices gratitude before bed every night. It's just like who I am. And then on the other hand, I'm also building a business website. I'm building a membership. I've set goals for myself around how many members I want and the type of person that I want to join. Um, Huge, huge difference. And you can do both. Or um, what we worked out in our membership as well is that... um, Oh, hang on. Albert's... (laughs) Albert's foot is stuck in his hair. Oh, no, he's free. Um, What we realized is people had actually set goals but they were just their intentions and then they realized well actually I don't have any goals anymore which is fine I don't want you to feel like you have to have and you have to be setting goals because it's not the case at all you don't have to set goals if there's nothing in particular that you want to achieve but I do think it's important to have intentions um, for your week because those are the things that really contribute to you being a happier healthier version of yourself which is what we're all trying to do Um, in the membership that's like a big thing you don't have to in the membership be someone who's setting these big grand goals because that's actually not a major focus of ours a major focus is the intentions it's stripping everything back it's getting back to that person that makes time to journal to meditate to look after themselves to go to the gym um, or to move their body 
practice gratitude, you know, all of those things that I've implemented into my life in the last 18 months that has just made the world of a difference to me as a person. And also focusing on those things has opened up the space for me to go, okay, I'm ready to set goals because I'm not burnt out. I'm not overwhelmed. I don't feel fucking anxious 24 hours a day, you know? Work on the intentions, implement the goals. Right, so let's get stuck into the goals and the doing. The second part of goal setting. So when it comes to the doing, the all or nothing mentality or trying to do too many things at once is what is going to either slow you down or stop you completely. When setting goals, you have to be realistic. Of course, it's important to push yourself and get outside of your comfort zone. Um, But when you you have to take a look at the bigger picture. So when I say it's important to get outside of your comfort zone and push yourself a little, if you work a full-time job and you have all of these really beautiful intentions set for yourself, you're going to have to push yourself and be really strict with your time and your time management to allow yourself time for these goals. That takes planning. It will not just happen. Time just does not open up for you and be like, hello, please sit down for the next hour and work on your goals. It just doesn't work like that. You have to be so strategic and we're going to get into this, how to be strategic. But I I just want you to know there's a difference between pushing yourself and getting out of your comfort zone and burning yourself out. Staying up until three o'clock in the morning and then getting up for work at seven does not fucking work in my book. And I will never, ever encourage that. (laughs) After, after being someone who's done it, like I've been there, I've done it. It doesn't work. All you do is resent your goal and no one wants to resent their goal because that our goals, we've worked out the what and the why, is we, and we're doing it because we love it. We're passionate about it. It's something that we want to do. So don't set goals that are unachievable based on your circumstances, even when they're tweaked. So, and only you will know this. Like, What does your life look like? And, and be brutally honest. Things that can slow our progress or hinder us or worst case scenario convince us that we couldn't possibly achieve our goal is thinking we don't have time. You know, maybe we work full time or shift work. Or we have kids. Um, or we have a full plate already. Um, and you might. You might have a seriously full plate already. Um but you need to be able to work out what's, what's a realistic goal for me. Or in saying that, you might feel really strongly about having a goal and you need to look at your life and go, what needs to fucking change? And I know for people with kids, you can't be like, well, <laughs> I'm getting rid of the kids for a couple of months so I can really focus on this. But you know, there are things I think um, that you, you spend time doing, that everyone spends time doing, that can be easily cut out of your life to allow the things in that you want to be doing things that you love the things that will fill your cup up like the goals um so yeah if that's the case if you feel like oh shit I've got a pretty busy life as it is but I still want to achieve this goal I would say please don't set any more than one goal let's get through one goal first let's get that confidence um get that you know the positive reinforcement that you're capable and can do this because where a lot of people also come unstuck is like, yep, right, eh? let's fucking do this goal setting thing. I'm going to set three goals for myself and they go, oh shit, <laughs> um, I don't know what I've done. So d- does any of that sound familiar? 
So the, the way to fix all of this is, you guessed it, planning. So whether you have one hour or 10 hours free per week, it doesn't mean that you can't be using those hours or that hour to get shit done. Um, and I can personally attest, like I've stripped all of mine back. My goals are membership only. Um, my priorities have changed um, where I spend my time. Most of my time is actually spent looking at my intentions every week. Because I actually know that I am much better at working on my goals when I'm fucking happy. <laughs> and that just brings it back to like the focus of the membership as well. I just like have just noticed so much of an improvement in my mindset that has allowed me to thrive in so many other areas of my life because I focus on these tiny, small, little intentions every week. And it has seen me succeed in the goal setting stuff, you know, in all those other areas of my life. So um, to be really strategic with your planning, with your time and where you are spending it is so, so important. So with that in mind, I want you to use this time to set a goal. And we're only, as I said, we're only doing one at a time. The way to do this is you write your goal at the top of a piece of paper scrap paper. Start on a piece of scrap paper. Don't put this straight into your planner just yet. So you want to brain dump everything that is required in order for you to achieve that goal. Now, depending on how big it is, you really need to think of every single step. So if you're someone who's sitting at home being like, well, I want to start a business, fucking oath, do it girlfriend, but let it be known. This is not an overnight... (laughs) This is not an overnight thing. This is going to take months and months and months of work. And there are so many micro steps involved in that. I want to say micro steps. There's like big steps broken down into micro steps. So one, I can say one of the steps when it comes to starting your own business on its own is building a website. And building a website requires a thousand fucking tasks associated with it. Um, So you really need to get super, super specific, um, break down every single task, you know, if it's build a website, well, what's involved with building a website, you need to know what your, how many tabs you're having, who's doing your copy, who's doing the photography, what colors are you using, where are your logos coming from, who's building it, how long is it going to take, is there a checkout feature, are you doing a blog section, who's writing the blogs, you know, there's so much to do, so use this time to brain dump everything that is required of in order to achieve that goal. Now, I know that I've just rattled a bunch of things on and that in itself can be like, holy shit. But the best part about doing this brain dump and writing everything that's required, it takes away that anxiety because we're going to be breaking it down and putting it into logical order where you go, oh, actually, that seems more manageable now. Some like to do the whole thing on a piece of scrap paper first and I am one of them because you will realize there is actually you'll forget stuff, you'll have to come back to it. It's good to just brain dump, you know, chuck it all down and we're going to make sense of it later. Now, after you've done all of that, you're going to put a general time frame on each one of those steps, both individually as well as the end goal date when you want to achieve it by. By doing that, you realize, okay, well, I can commit to doing that one action task. You know, I might be able to fit three of these things into my week or maybe just one. Um, You can work out the time required from you in order to cross that action item 
off your list needs to be put beside that task so you have a general idea of how much time commitment is required from you. Then you're going to put um, put the order in which you do them. So whether you've got your scrap, pe- scrap piece of paper still and you want to put one next to your first step, two, etc., create a plan. Create a really strategic, really refined plan with a time frame on each one of them. These steps, then once you've done that, if you want to, you can add those into your, if you have a canvas, we have the goal setting pages, which break them down. You put your goal at the top. Um, Depending on your goal, as I said before, you might break your goals down into monthly, quarterly, six monthly goals and do them that way. But you create a plan by then putting them into the order. Now, the next step is probably the most important. It is all well and good to have your goal setting pages, but I think it's also really, really important to add each action item or step, whatever you want to call it, into your weekly schedule. Now, this is where the realistic, being realistic part comes in based on your circumstances. How much time can you dedicate to this goal each week realistically without burning out? So for example, if you've realized that one step of your goal is going to require an hour time commitment and you look at your week and you go, okay, um, I'm going to the gym and then I'm working that day, Sunday's free, um, but that's my day where I really want to spend it with family. Um, So I've got all of Sunday morning this week. That's really the only time I can commit to working on my goals. And you've got you know, two or three action items that can be done in a few hours on a Sunday morning. Add them into your Sunday morning. Um, so an example of this, um, last week I ended up getting home from work and knowing that I could sleep in the next day, um, and getting, for me, I would rather continue working when I got home because I'm still in a roll. I still got a bit of adrenaline from work (laughs) versus setting an alarm and not being able to, you know, for six hours time and just not feeling like doing anything six hours later. So I stayed up until 4am, which meant... Um, you know, I got more sleep during the day. I got more work done and I I was working when I was most effective, essentially. It really takes, so I guess what I'm trying to say is I plan my week out and I don't put my goal steps in there first. They're like the last thing I put into my week. I put my roster in, I put my gym sessions in, um, I'll put any appointments in that I have and then I'll realistically look at it like appointments or catch-ups or, you know, dates that I've made with friends or whatever I have on. And then I realistically look at it and go, well, you know, I know I need eight, at least eight hours of sleep a day. So looking at my roster, which is also shift work, where do I have time to fit these things in? And then I will put them into my planner. And once they're in my planner, they become it becomes an appointment for me, essentially. If someone comes in later and is like, is, are you free for coffee at 10 a.m. on Tuesday morning? But I've logged in that I'm doing work on my goals that morning. I'm like, no, sorry, I really can't because I've committed to it. You have to know that what you're working on and what you're working towards, and this will be an automatic thing if you're setting goals based around things that you love and things that you want to do. And then you have to just commit to that. Um... Yeah, I guess it's just being about, it's about 
being strategic and realistic about where you'll fit your goal setting action steps in. So knowing all of this, (laughs) I'm going to ask how many goals do you have and knowing what setting goals looks like and achieving them without burnout or overwhelm, how many goals would you set for yourself at a time? Because personally, I would still only be setting one. There might be an introduction of a second one if I thought that it was less labor intensive or, you know, the energy or time required for me was less. I would probably introduce a smaller second goal. But even just looking at it like that, it makes me, it makes you realize how much um, goals actually require from you and how much intention is involved in taking the action and that's the big thing being able to take action even if it is messy even if it is imperfect I know you know I could give a billion examples of people who have achieved some of the most incredible things by just starting and just taking a risk one of the um, questions that was sent through before when I asked about when I said I was, oh my God, Emma, fucking speak. When I said I was doing a podcast episode on goal setting, I asked if anyone had any questions and I think I've addressed most of them, but there was one that came through was how do you let go of the guilt when you decide halfway through, for example, um, that this goal isn't what you want. Um, And I know it's easier said than done. It's not, it's like a work in progress. This is something that will probably always come up. But I think the stronger that your mindset becomes, um, the better you become at it. But you need to know, again, and I, I, I probably have touched on this in a way, but if there is someone that is sitting at home, I think it would be a real shame if I didn't address this and speak to you directly. If you go through life and you don't do the things that make you happy, that light you up, that you're passionate about, and you just cruise by, I'm telling you now, you are going to feel, or the regret that you feel later in life is going to feel a thousand times worse than the potential guilt that you will feel by doing half of a goal and realizing it's not what you want anymore. And when I say that... I mean, there shouldn't ever be any guilt, but it's a natural feeling. Okay, I get it. Like sometimes guilt happens. But instead, what you should feel is proud that you gave something a go because many, many other people haven't. What you should feel is gross because you're learning about yourself, about your capabilities, about what you want and what you don't want this is the thing you're not just getting clear on what you want you're also getting really clear on what you don't want you're learning so many lessons by giving something a crack that you can then apply to the next thing and the next thing life isn't about being perfect you know and it took me a really long time to learn that it's like when you're growing up and you finish school and people are like well what do you want to do And make sure you pick the right thing because it's the thing that you have to do for the rest of your life. You know, if you do a degree at uni, that's the thing that you have to do. It's actually fucking not. You can do a uni degree. And they go, actually, you know what? It's not my jam. I did 12 months of a teaching degree at uni. 
before I realized I actually fucking cannot stand and do not have the patience (laughs) for children. It's not my thing. Do I fucking regret it? No, because it was something that I thought I wanted and how would I have known until I did it? Who cares? And actually, that turned out to be the biggest blessing in disguise because when I applied for the QPS, I had to have completed eight subjects of a university degree. And would you fucking believe it? I did eight subjects learning how to be a teacher or learning how to not be a teacher (laughs) if you're me. You know, I just think how sad that some people get to the end of their life and and they're sitting there going, you know, there were all these things that I wanted to try and that I wanted to do and I never did because I was worried that, you know, I'd be bad at it or I'd fail or I'd get halfway through and be like, oh, this wasn't what I thought it would be. There's fucking magic in that. There is still magic in that. There's magic in achieving your goals and then there's also just as much magic in realizing that it's not what you want and you can move on to the next thing. So I hope that helps. And I'm probably going to leave it there. Uh, Look, guys, I would say I promise I'm not going to leave it this long before my next podcast, but that would be a straight-up lie. I don't know. I have another week off, so maybe I'll get stuck into another episode. (laughs) Who knows? I'm just praying that um, when I hit stop on this, it actually fucking works this time. I've gone over an extra... 13 minutes compared to the first recording so hopefully there's just like more juicy stuff in there for you than there was in the first it's the only way I'm going to get through um thanks for tuning in for episode seven I hope you got something out of this and if you didn't fuck yeah (laughs) um if you have any questions um that are specific to your goals I could talk about them all day so please don't hesitate to slide into my dms via instagram And if learning how to implement intentions and goals into your week and finding that balance and becoming that person who you want to be is something that you're interested in, quarter two is open. We start on the 1st of April. Sorry, we don't start on the 1st of April. We start on Sunday the 3rd of April. But doors to the membership will close on the 31st in order to allow me to have time to get everything ready and not be running around like a chook with its bloody head cut off like I was last time. Hashtag boundaries. Um, We'd love to have you. Again, all the information for the membership is via the link in my bio on Instagram. Otherwise, again, just shoot me a message. Shoot me a voice note. I fucking love sending voice notes to people. So if you're about that life as well, you can do that too. Otherwise, I will see you in your ear holes next time. Have a great week.